turn your Bible in the book of Revelation chapter 2. And to the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and hast found, hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake, hast labored, and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this hast thou, but this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will, give, will I give to each of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Now, praise the Lord. I want to share, to preach on a subject that uh, I will call what it takes. Now we all know that this church I mean the bride church the message church is uh, heading to its revival. And their promises in the Bible, their promises in the message, their prophecies for that. They tell us the glory of this house will be greater in its latter end than at first. The prophecies say I will restore to you all the years to the cankerworm the palm has eaten the locust the cankerworm and the caterpillar. The, proper, the prophecy says this will be a super church. It will be the voice of God on earth. And men will hear direct from God as it was on the day of Pentecost. And it will be the very image of Jesus. Because she is his bride. So in order for him to unite with her. She will be a glorious church. And she will be in his very image. The prophecies say. There is going to be a manifestation. Of the seventh 
wonders. And that is the manifestation of the mysteries of God that has been revealed. Which is Jesus Christ. The prophecies say there is going to be a rapturing faith. And the rapturing faith is the manifestation of the power of God that will be manifested in raising the dead, creating missing limbs, creepers walking, blessing, and creating through the spoken word. The prophecies say there is coming the manifestation of the sons of God. And manifestation of the sons of God means this. Adam was a son of God. But he fell and lost it. As a son of God, he was in the image of God. He could speak and create like the father. He could control nature. He could control the seas. He could control the winds and the storms and they would obey. Jesus was a second Adam. A son of God. He spoke to the tree. The tree dried. He spoke Lazarus come forth. Lazarus came from the grave. He spoke to the sea. And the sea had his voice. And it was calm. Whatever he spoke came to pass. He created water. He turned water into wine. As a son of God, confessing the works of his father. And now the Bible promises and it says that nature, even nature, is groaning. Is groaning. And it's a travailing because it is desiring to see the manifestation of the sons of God. Those sons of God it does not mean the balokole. It does not mean the born again. No, it means matured sons perfect sons who are in the stature of the father until father has manifested them it means they are in the image of the father it means they can create like the father the revival that is ahead of us no generation has ever had it. No generation has ever experienced what we are going to experience. You say Moses experienced. He created flies. He created rice. He opened the Red Sea. He turned water into blood. That was one man. You say Elijah experienced it. He caught fire from heaven. He raised the dead. He did this and that. That was one individual. 
You say Jesus Christ did it. That was one individual. You say Brother Branham. He created squirrels. He stopped storms. He gave salvation to his children. He spoke missing limbs. That was one individual. The Bible is not talking of manifestation of a son of God. It is talking of the manifestation of the sons of God. Many sons. Many people. Who are like Jesus. Who are like, who are like Adam. Who are like Brother Branham. And they are in Uganda. They are in Kenya. They are in Tanzania. They are in America. They are in Australia. They are in Congo. ライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライオンシオンなライ
Praise God. But our subject is what it will take. We can talk about it. Preachers are preaching about it. The sober preachers they have preached about it. Because the sober preachers they can catch it and see what is coming. And they preach about it. But what will it take? That's what we're talking about. All right now, I'm quoting. All right now, as we read the fifth chapter, and the fourth verse of First John, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Lord, Lord, add this Add his blessings to the reading of his word. Now I, now I want to speak tonight upon the subject of what it takes to overcome all unbelief. What it takes is our subject tonight. Another quote from the message I've seen, we have seen his stand, we have come to worship him. Did you ever see them when they were fixing to mold a bell? Some famous bell for a church chime or something that had to give a certain ding. You see, if you are ringing a chime, it takes a certain range for each bell. And uh, it takes a certain material uh, to go in there so much brass so much steel and so much of other oils into this bell and if, if it's just straight brass it won't ring right it's got to have all kinds of materials thrown into it to make it ring the right kind of a tone and the man who has put the mold up and set the mold he knows exactly what it takes to go in that cupola what it takes that metal to make the bell ring that God is our great cupola. 
He's the great refiner's furnace. So he knows what it takes. He's still working on me. He's still working on me. He is working on the church. He takes us through this. He takes us through this. He takes us through trials. He takes us through persecution. His mourning. His building. His character. That character. That character. That virtue. Because he knows what it will take for me to be accomplished. Son of God. Kubanga. Ebilio nabikola. Kubanga manyiche chituala. Nzo kubero mwana wakatondo mujufu. That where he has put these things upon us. And trials. And persecutions. And things. To mold it together. To our testimony. To make our testimony ring for a certain time. Brother, sister. The trials you have gone through. The trials you have gone through. The persecutions. The strange conditions around you. Heavenly Father knows that's what it will take to mold you to make you a right kind of, of a quality so that you can ring the right kind of a testimony at the right time. And that's when you stand, when you speak, you have all the character behind to back your testimony. And the devil cannot shake you. God is making a masterpiece. And he's going to stand upon the earth. In these last days. And the angels will say. The angels will say. You are a great sculptor. God you are a great sculptor. That is a perfect image. That lady. is a perfect reflection. Of Jesus Christ, that power he has, that guilty Hallelujah. 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 
Praise God. He knows what he's doing. He had not long ago a minister was saying that he was down in, the, in Florida and he had him a car. I believe it was a chovret. And the thing went out of, he, of him. He couldn't get it fixed. And he went into the garage and a little old mechanic was going under it and over, and over it and pecking around he couldn't get it fixed he wouldn't try this okay. he would try this and it wouldn't work and he would try something else it wouldn't work he'd put on a, a, a generator put on this and he put in plugs put in points he couldn't make the thing work he just couldn't make it work finally a nice dress man stepped up he said may I give you some advice the little mechanic had sense enough to say yes sir he said you take this and times this and this and he said put that together once and try it and he took this time these times that and put it together and, and there she went the little mechanic turned around and says say who you are who are you he was the engineer General Motors chief engineer he made, he made that thing he was the one designed it he was the general engineer of the company where the car came from he was the manufacturer it was not a problem to him and today when we are talking about Methodist Baptist, Baptist and Presbyterian, Presbyterian the chief mechanic is here the designer of his word the man who created the heavens and the earth and designed his church does he know more about does he know more about what it takes for the rapture or does the Methodist or Baptist church know more about what it takes he's the designer he knows what it takes that's why that's why the Lord himself shall descend from heaven glory Hallelujah. the Lord himself was to descend and makes him descend brings him down and 1963 the Lord himself descended with an open book 
And the prophet came with a message. Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Look away to Jesus. We have seen his star. And we have come down to worship. Who is this? Sars. Is this the time? What is the attraction on the mountain? What is the attraction on the mountain? This is not a denominational bishop. This is not the overseer of the Pentecostal church. This is not some bishop. This is not a denomination. This is the chief engineer. The author and finisher of our faith, the Alpha and the Omega, the Great Elohim. This is He. Oh no, you know. He knows what it takes. He is well dressed in, in the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is walking among us today in the power of his resurrection. He knows what it takes to put a church in rapture order. Don't fear, brother. Don't fear, sister. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. He knows. He knows better than anybody else. He knows what it would take to put me, to put you in the rapture condition. He is your maker. He knows exactly what it he has been sending angels. He has been sending angels. He has been sending prophets. But the Lord himself. This time. In this final race. The final lap of the race. The Lord himself. For the final revival. For the rapture and faith. For the rapture and grace. The Lord himself. The chief engineer. Will descend from heaven. The Lord himself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he's here. He's walking in the midst of his church. He's standing on the lay on the sea and on the land with an open book. He's the captain of this, of this exodus. He has sounded for the trumpet that will never sound retreat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is here. Praise God. He designed it. And put the parts together here in the Bible. Just let the flow, the current flow through it. Now watch it operate. Let faith in this promised word of today flow through 
Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. He knows what it takes. Praise God. Then Ruth be rested. He will not give, he will not rest. The man will not rest. The man will not relax. Until he has given you the full redemption. Yes. He is not going to relax. Praise God. Be rested. Be settled. Don't have was-was. He is in control. He that began a good work. He is going to accomplish. Praise God. Now Samson knew Samson that he did not have the strength though he had the muscles and we've got all our machinery we've got the great district presbyters we've got all the bishops we've got all the archbishops we've got all the popes we've got the hierarchies we've got all the machinery we've got the bullet tests the, the, the build test biggest buildings and most of the money of the earth what good does it do what good does it do to us it's a sounding brass and tinkling symbol that's right but we know we are not able to meet the challenge of the hour today in Russia Communism is taking the world. What's the matter? Is somebody, it's somebody that's got the audacity to stand up and the convictions, though it's wrong. Only 1% of Russia is communist. 1%, 99% is still so-called Christianity. But they haven't got the IQ of the gospel. They haven't got what it takes. Though they got the money and they got all this. But they haven't got the courage and the grace. What God needs in Russia is one man anointed with the power of God. With the power of the Holy Ghost. Samson knowed what it what he needed. You've seen the message today. People are talking of what is going to be. But are they ready to do what it takes? They can talk about the thunders. They can talk about the third pool. They can talk about the manifestations. They can talk about a supercharge. But are they ready? 
to do what it takes. Samson knowed what he needed. Samson we might turn the whole America back. America, you not And every one of them go to church. We still haven't got it. We still haven't got it. Hasn't got what it takes. The disciples didn't have it. Till the wind to Pentecost. Jesus told them they didn't have it. After being preaching for three. Yes. Still they needed it. The church needs it. Notice. Samson knew what he was in need. He wasn't sufficient. Denominations can't produce it. They don't vindicate the word. They teach against it. Yeah, you know, but Samson, realizing that, that he was insufficient, in himself. Though he had all his regime. He still was insufficient. Watch him. The Philistines gloating over their victory. They never notice him turning his head upward. They never not see him turning his head upward. His lips moving back and forth in prayer. They never noticed that. When he said this, and his lips was moving in prayer, they did not notice it. Brother, sister, the secret of your power is in your head turning up and your lips moving in prayer you may be tired you may be exhausted in the, in the deep of the night but get down on your knees and look up let your lips move in prayer oh hallelujah the demons that have been harassing you they will not know what you're doing but brother they are pulling the trigger of the best gun to destroy every power of the The tears running down out of the sockets that he once had eyes in. Imagine Samson. He's in the midst of, a, of, the, of the auditorium. And his eyes, where the eyes stood, they are not there. They are sockets. And he looks up. And the tears begin flowing. Tears of sorrow. Tears of anguish. Tears of travail. Say God. One more time. Remember me. Have mercy upon me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name they of the Lord. They didn't notice that. 
they were they were serving too big a time he wanted God to manifest himself again to this Jezebel Amen. oh if we could have some Samsons to write can someone say, let me be one of them? Oh, church. Not a new denomination. Start another creed or latter reign. Amen. We need the power of God. That's why. He was aware. What would happen if God ever answered his prayer? Oh, I like this. Hallelujah. He was aware if God will answer my prayer. I know what can happen here. If God can. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. As we pray, as we pray, in this prayer chain, as we pray, in this season, we are aware what would happen if God will answer our We know what will happen. But he was ready to face the issue. He was, he was indeed earnest. In other words, he did not pretend. He did not put on a revival in words. He was earnest. He was sincere. He knew his structure is insufficient. It cannot do anything. He needed God to come down. He needed God's power to come down. And he knew if my prayer gets answered and that power comes down I know what will happen if the church tonight would only stand in that condition in dead earnest knowing that you are going to have to give up everything that you hold dear in the world. Ready to give, to sacrifice. Everything. That you hold dear. Remember his prayer was. Let me die. What a sacrifice. If it means me to never ever feel my father's hand. My mother's hand. My brothers and sisters. They'll never see me alive. I will never shake their hands again. But I'm ready to die. God wants to give me that power. Let me die. With a Philistine. 
If men and women are ready tonight to know it's going to separate you from everything of the world. Ministers are going to quit patting you on the back and telling you Dr. So-and-so. It was marvelous. We are all swimming with us this afternoon. Take the bank of games out of the church. And the rest is an and almost and almost lottery. Banco is lottery. And all these, and all these super su, super super suppers and all these super suppers to pay the preacher. Get back to God's system of tithing. Come back to the word. Are they willing to do it? No, sir. They were not. You know what a price it takes. The church will call you old fashioned again. No, no. The that woman will call you old fashioned again. God will call you blessed. In other words, you're going to go back to the old time, to old fashioned dressing of decency. And they will call you old fashioned. You are willing, you are ready to be mocked, to be despised for the sake of the gospel. Are you willing to die? That's what the trouble of it. You want to stay alive to Hollywood. The same time be alive with God. It won't mix. A seed Jesus said except a cone of wheat fall into the ground and die. It abides alone. You'll never bring forth anything. Oh Jesus name church. Jesus name. What a glorious church. What a glorious name. Jesus, Jesus name. Are you ready to die? Are you assemblies of God? Assemblies of God. General Assembly. Are you ready to die? Baptist Baptist Are you ready to die? Out to your enemy. Are you willing to pay the price of sacrifice really sincerely not just come and say well I'll give it a try and see and see how I come out you are not ready yet you must be ready to pay the price and die you fathers, you mothers, are you ready to establish an altar in your house and take that television out 
Are you ready to Mwini, take that deck of cards off the table? Them cosmic books that your children's reading. Preparing their little minds for a blast that the devil is going to give them. Are you ready to establish the old fashion? The old family altar again? Or do you want to continue on the way you are? You want to continue on? You are not in condition of coming yet. But I pray that you are like Samson. You see the price. And you are ready. Lord, let me die with them. He knowed. If God answered his prayer. What was going to cost? Many people have seen them right since, since I've been here. Come up the altar. And the Holy Spirit come to them. And they don't want to die. They want to stay alive in the world. You can't serve two Golds at the same time. Are you ready to forsake everything? To serve God. Are you ready? You know rain. Is born in a jagged. Rugged. Lighting. Lightning. Strode. Thundering skies. And if we didn't have rain, we wouldn't live. But you see what it takes to bring rain? Thunder. Lightning. Flashing, kukona gana, anger, busungu, and out of here comes rain. Hey, mwebi mwe mwe nkuba. Are you ready to get down? Ori mwe tege foku kawansi and cry. Okabe and boo. Oume and tear your heart to pieces. Omtima gogu yize mubulere and repent. Wenenye and Crying. and tears down on your pouring out of your eyes and mucus out of your nostrils and pulling your hair and beating the old with anguish with bitterness in jagged ragged hallelujah anger Praise God. A seed must die. A seed must die. Rot. Corrupt. Smell. And go back to the dust of the earth. In order to bring forth new life. 
It takes the pounding of gold. Turned over and over and back and forth. And pounded until all the dross is taken out of it. Not because it shines. Because iron pride, what what is known as fool's gold shines like real gold. But you put the two together. You set them out to one side. You can hardly tell them apart. When you put each one of them aside, you can see as if they are similar. But you put the two together. You set them out one side. You can hardly tell them apart, but put them together. You can tell it. And the bitter always has to beat till he sees his reflection image in the, in the gold. Listen. Did on Pentecost? Get a Pentecost. No And one of us. When the world looks at this one, and then tomorrow they look at the other one, they may think we are the same. They are all Christians. But let, let, let them put us together. And see the, the gospel we preach. They see the way we are meek. They see the character we have. They see our objectives in the gospel. They will see the difference. Fool's gold. But when you put them together, you can see the difference. Message believers. They all look like believers. Message church. Even there, there is a message church. Even there, message church. Some of them even don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They say, when you get the word, we got everything. We are not the same. We are not alike. Who lied to you? Who is deceiving you that we are the same? We are not alike. Somebody who does not believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he goes to the knees. And prays. And prays. And gets off when he is full. And he testifies that he was filled. And he is transformed. And his life is changed. He may believe everything we believe and quote all the books. But we are not the same. These ones after repenting and then they are baptized. When they come to church they, they are made deacons. The qualification is only when he was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But in the Bible, they never gave somebody to be a deacon who was not filled with the Holy Spirit. Fool's gold. 
Zabu wabasiru wa mtufu When you look at this one And then you also look at the other one alone They look the same But you put them together They don't look alike The time has come There are people that God is filling the Holy Spirit. There are others that are going to go through furnaces. They have gone through furnaces. And he has created a character in them. And the time has come. In these last days. When you put them together. You will see the difference. God will vindicate. The real character. In, the, in his people. He will show it Because God works He is in us building He is boiling Cooking, working He is working at the end He will bring out what he has boiled He will show the difference Praise God We need to go back to to a power of God. Something they can do the same thing today. Although in our numbers, persecution always gives strength to the church. We had it too easy. We get slowly forward. We get to a place where we don't want to move on because everything just handed to us. It takes sorrow and tears and sweat and prayer and faith and promise to move forward in the power of the Holy Spirit. That zeal and power that they had in those days has long time vanished from our assemblies. They are no longer fasting, neither praying. They don't repent. They say, ah, as long as after all we accept the message, you will go to heaven. Each one of you, as long as you believe of the message, you are a bride. There is no more prayer. Others don't even believe in fasting. Ah, when you are baptized, it is over. You are going to heaven. They are no longer seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because, because to them, everybody, to has, them everybody it. has it. Which is a proper lie. That zeal and power that they had in those days has long time vanished from our assemblies. I'm afraid in the windows I'm afraid if the windows would be shot out tonight people would run every way and never come back again. But another, another thing is too bad you know to think of those things happening like that. But yet it proves that the God that was in the old days is still God today. That God that was 
ever remains God. And expects his people to keep their vows and their promises. One more quote and we, we go. What it takes. We wonder today what why the gifts and things are not in the church. Operating the way they should be. Why? The gifts are put in the church to separate and take sin out. To keep the church clean. Brothers, I have seen genuine gifts in this church. They are here. So don't despise those gifts. I've seen people here get to know people's lives. God showing them things in people's lives. I've seen here people prophesy. And these days we have started experiencing people speaking tongues and giving prophecies. And you could feel it is the Holy Spirit. Church. God is getting ready to move. Gifts. Is part of this army. This last round. Gifts is part of, our, of it. And look in this court. We are seeing the purpose of the gifts. Why the gifts are put in the church to separate and take sin out to keep the church clean. You cannot go there and you come with the spiritual corona and come here and infect all others and chase the presence of God from here. We will not be safe if we are in that condition. But the gifts they help to clean it's God's toxin that, that is given to the church. Every medicine has a level of toxins. Medicines without toxins and cannot heal. A made of two elements. Medicine is made up of two elements. There is poison. And then there is an antidote. No. A balancing So that the poison will kill the germ. But it won't hurt your body. How does the germ die without the poison? So now the gift is a poison. 
It is God's poison which kills sin from the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's God's toxin that is given to the church. Also, his disinfect that he puts into the church to keep out the parasites that that tear up the church. And God sprays his church over. God sprays his church over. With his word. And that keeps all the termites out. You know, so the church can grow a plant. And God knows what it takes to do it. We are talking about what it takes. The church will not mount to anything. It will not grow to its position. And power. When sin is there as termites that are destroying the plant. Praise God. What it will take? It will take a clean church. Free from the world. Free from sin. It will take a church that is prayerful. Where people will get on their knees and cry. And stay there under anguish. And a burden. And a hunger. So travail. Until they die. And rot. And until all the world. Is beaten out of them. Until God takes over. That's what it will take. It will take a church where Ananias and Sapphira cannot feel comfortable. It will take a church where every sin is under the blood. Praise God. That's what it will take. To have the church, this church that we have long preached about. That's what it will take. It will take more than singing and feeling good. It will take tears. It will take mourning. It will take repentance. And confessing of sin. And dying on the altar. 
and stay before God. People willing to die. That God can be seen. To take men and women who speak like Anna. Anna. I think it was Rachel who said, Give me children. All I die. Praise God. Give me children. Or give me death. Praise God. That's what it will take. Are you ready? Do you want it? Do you want a revival? When do you want it? When do you want it? Now, Kakati, are you ready to die? Stand on your feet. That kind of clapping shows that you don't need a revival. Whatever thing you do, do it with power. Do it with determination. Now speak with the Lord. Speak like Samson. Tell him what you feel on your heart. Tell him what the conviction you have on your heart. above every name, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. To Yeah. 